Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Are you tired of being tracked online? There's a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more, all for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with the push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Bradford Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hit Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify what? your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. I am so honored. I, I've been honored a lot on this podcast, but I, I, I am beyond honored to have uh, Dennis Eckersley on with me on the Bradfoe Show. Eck, welcome. It's uh, we have a nice little studio here, and yeah. it's. I feel like you get the lava lamps and the beanbag chairs. It's it's just back. It's just like Studio Fifty Four. Oh, oh God. <laughs> it's far from it, but uh, it's all right. We'll take it for now. Yeah. So, Eck, how's the year been? It's been uh, interesting, you know, because I've been doing this a long time, not necessarily in the booth, but, you know, with Nesson, you know, the years are starting to add up, but there's been nothing like this year. It's just really, and you go back over it saying, why? You know, why does something like that happen? But, you know, we have enough distance from it now to sort of say, well, you know, things happen in this game, you know, just sort of happen to be me. I think it's very unfortunate for everybody, you know, that's that's connected with it, you know, Red Sox, Price, me, whatever. So I'm glad it's behind us now. This is the ultimate jumping right into it. I didn't say, yeah, say, yeah you know, this is why you're the best. I mean, you're no fooling around. But I, I, to, to clarify, because I didn't even get a chance to set the scene, is that, you know, when I asked about the year, obviously, I hate to say it, but the year has been defined by, you know, the incident on the plane with David Price. And you mentioned it. Um, as long as we're talking about it, Eck, you mentioned it um, about getting a little away from it. So that happened at the end of June, right? Uh-huh. And so now we're sitting here two and a half months out, and there's been different sort of parts of it. And you had, you know, Price uh, acknowledging it, I guess, in the in here at Fenway Park in the clubhouse, where, and then you had, I think it was the next day, you were up in the Legend Suite, and you got a pretty good. <laughs> Innovation. Yeah. So, talk to me a little bit about how, like you said, the evolution of of since it happened, what it's been like for you. Well, I think it was difficult the first because I was on that road trip. That was the first game of that road trip, so that was difficult. Those ten days on that road, 
you know, trying to not, you know, have it, you know, have anything to do with your broadcast. You know, I mean, you're only human, you know, and especially, you know, when he had to pitch. I think he pitched. Which was in Texas. Yeah, yeah, a couple times. He pitched in Tampa, too. Yeah. yeah so, and, and that, that didn't take anything away. I'm, you know, I'm just doing the games and then calling it like I see it. And sometimes people don't like the way you call it and see it. <laughs> I guess I don't know what to say. Well, okay, so let's, let's go back before, even before the price stuff. Um, there was, did you get a sense that any player, that players had a hard time with the way that you broadcast a game? And I want to get into how you broadcast a game a little bit later. But did you get that sense? Because I got to be honest with you. I just thought, oh, he's really good at it. He's honest. But I didn't think you were overly critical. But then you talk to people and you, this is the way it works in baseball. One guy tells another guy, tells another guy. Did you get a sense even before the thing happened? Uh, not necessarily, but to be honest, I think there's like a sort of a undercurrent because you know when you're sitting in the studio, and you, you whatever you say, you don't know what the backlash is of it, you know. And once again, like you're talking about the people that do see it, and then tell the players what was said. Sometimes it's not exactly what you said, you know. And I, I know that how that happens, but I didn't, uh, you know. I think I had heard a few little things, but when you're not the main guy. You're not going to hear it all that often. And, and players are normally careful, you know, amongst themselves they'll say stuff, you know, because they're not that they're sensitive, you know, but uh, nobody likes to be, I mean, everybody wants to be talked about positive. I mean, everything positive, you know, and, and it's not that way. So, you know, I've got to do my job and I can't just be here this flowery type commentary you just can't you know and I, and I don't make an attempt either way to do whatever you know and that's that's why I feel like I'm honest when I say stuff well when you going back to when you were a player did you there was TV when you played there was broadcasters when you played did do you get the sense that it was the same dynamic or did you guys pay attention as much or do guys pay attention more obviously there's more ways to pay attention but what was it like did you ever have a problem with any broadcasters? Did you know of anyone who did? Um, I guess, but nothing that stands out. And I think it's changed. I, I just do because uh, there's more of it. The pregame, you know, it's all it's all consuming. I think, and and there's more talk of what was being said. And talk radio, talk radio is a killer, especially in this town. I didn't have to go through. I mean, I was here a long time ago. Talk radio. They had remember they. Cliff and clap. Clap. Cliff and clap. That was it. That's how it all started, right? And see what it's turned into. I mean, there's some vicious stuff that gets thrown around. It, there is, and so I could see how the players are sensitive towards it because you know, I mean, they're trying their best, you know. But I, at the same time, I played and I gave up. I gave up a lot of home runs. You know what I mean? I'd had a lot of bad outings. So, you know, you just got to understand that that's the way it is. They forget. The players do, and I think. Uh, all of us do. They forget when you're saying nice things about them, which is a lot. They they don't. That's a given, right? You're supposed to be nice and all that. I mean, they forget that. But uh, I think they become more sensitive when they aren't playing very well, and that, that's human. Well, you had the thing with Jackie Bradley. It, it, who I like. I like Jackie, and uh, where he tweeted something out, and and you might have talked to him. I don't know, but basically he tweeted out something to the effect of, you know, thanks for the motivation. And but yeah, but so this, but th that was an isolated incident. This was this was 
this this sort of thing happens, and you just happen to be on the plane that day as well. Yeah, but it was a setup. It was like awful. As to Which one? The the, ja- the Jackie thing. The Jackie one was. Yeah. Oh, you're thinking about that one. No, this, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. Don't worry. About two it. years ago. Yeah. Is that what you want me yeah, to talk? Yeah, about? yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, but that was the first time that yeah. I had really said, "Oh, well, someone has a problem with that." Yeah, he was sensitive. I mean, he was hitting a buck and a half, and so there was a lot of people not thinking he could hit. Right? I mean, that went on and on and on. That's nothing new. Right. But I but he picked me out of it. Uh, after a game in, in Detroit where he went four for five with five RBIs, and then next thing you know, he set me up for a pitcher on the tarmat, which was really off, and then posted it on Twitter. And, if, and when it first came on, I was on the plane with a matter of 10 minutes that it came on, and I went, what in the world is going on? And I talked to the PR guy, Greg. Right. Kevin, yeah. Kevin, and he was like, he was baffled too because he was the one that went to get me. And so, it, it, you know something, I went back to talk to him, and he sort of didn't get it. And so, you know, I just let it slide because I know, you know, I've done some things, you know, and so I never said anything about it. Yeah. And that's two years ago. Right. So I mean, that was obviously, a, 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 and okay, let's chalk this up to he was a young guy, yeah. right? Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. 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 I, could, I, I mean, I, I, I go with that. Right. So, um, so anyway, that happens. But like I said, that was sort of the first time, like, oh, really? You know, they, they have a, they, somebody might have an issue or that, that doesn't seem right. Because like you said, you say a lot of positive things you, and you call it like you see it. That's how it's supposed to be. That's how you keep a job, by the way. You know, this is what it comes down to. It sounds harsh. I mean, not necessarily harsh, but, you know, I'm trying to do my job. I can't worry about 30 guys in that clubhouse. In my, my, you know, the people I'm trying to talk to are the audience. You know, if you get sensitive to what somebody's thinking down in the clubhouse, that takes away from everything. It, it really does. Mm-hmm. And you can't just shoot from the hip. And I don't mean shooting from the hip like I'm wild and crazy up here, right, right. you know. So flash forward to this, uh, this the incident in June. Um, did you have any sense at all, any sense at all? Now, I know that Price had had, had an incident with, the, with uh, some of the writers a few weeks before. But did you have any inclination at all? None. None, not at all. Then you have, then you go back to what happened before that incident. I mean, like literally that night. Right, Eduardo Eduardo Rodriguez right. had a rehab uh, rehab outing, and you do typically. I think you do. I don't know if it was in this in this setting, but you do sort of a recap of the game, and you have to comment on it, right? Right. It came yeah. popped up on the screen, yeah. and there, because we're worried about you know when's he coming back? How was his first appearance? And they threw up the numbers, and I said a quick, oh yuck. You know, just a, just reactionary, really. It's not like I'm trying to stick it to Erod. Not at all. I mean, that's just you know. But I don't. You'd have to ask, you know, the, the guy that got upset about what set him off, because, you know, I only go by what he said later, and then he wanted to talk to me about a month later. So I, I mean, I, I get confused here. I don't want to sit around and talk about what I said, what I think he was mad about. It'd be like you know throwing stuff against the wall i really don't know but obviously he doesn't uh like my act <laughs> well well so when that happens when it happens on the plane and and i and we get it like stuff happens on the plane and this is a lot of times we don't hear about stuff happening on the plane but this was had you ever heard of anything like this happening i guess on a plane or in this setting which is basically i guess for lack of a better term 
addressing the situation, I'm being very nice here, addressing the situation by putting uh, someone on stage. Had you ever heard anything like that happen? I'll tell you what, to be honest, you know, we used to have the, the uh, media fly with us. So we had a lot of episodes of media airing them out, you know, because you talk about drinking and like, yeah, you know what you said. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that took place. So I get that, you know, and it's almost like I guess what you're thinking is that this is our clubhouse, which is the plane. It continues from the clubhouse to the plane. So what happens in the clubhouse stays in the clubhouse. I think that's their sort of thing, I would assume. But, But anyway, over the years, that's happened a lot. But not like this. I don't know. I've never really seen it with a with an announcer. Maybe I can't. You know, nothing that stands out. Would it be fair to? I mean, would it be unfair or fair to say my analogy putting it on stage? Yeah. It, yeah, it was. Yeah. The, and so when that after it happens, um, what are you feeling? What are you feeling right after it happens? I was humiliated, to be honest with you. And you know, as far as talking about this, I've never said anything. Mm. Uh, and, and you're the first person I've really talked to it about. We appreciate that. Yeah. And because I don't want to make anything more than it is. No, but you think, you know, like you talked about, we're two and a half months out. Right. And, and this is a lot of this stuff we know about. And this is just, this is about, a big part of it is about, about doing your job. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, and the fact is that for two and a half months, you continue to do your job. Yeah. I mean, that's, and so, so to go back to that. Um, so you felt embarrassed. Um, what did what did you think? So you have a plane ride. You have a plane ride to Toronto. It must have been a long plane ride. It was. I, I've never been in that position before in my life. It was really a, a, just an awful feeling. You know, I didn't really quite know what to do. You know, it's it's. Uh, I don't even know how to say it. I'm just glad that there's distance here. And 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 as far as you know, who cares how I feel? I mean, it's so you know, it's just I have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't want it to stand in the way of anything. I want it to be a go away. I really do because it, it, what's all that matters is winning. It's true. But that's what. It, so that's that comes back to the, um, you know, when I don't know when it was a month later, month later, where David Price addresses it, said, you know, maybe a talk. To me, it, that didn't. That was that was uh, that didn't do anything to sort of heal the process. And because, like you said, I mean, this is. This is this was part of the conversation with the team for a long, long time, and um, and it should have been, it should have been absolutely. But so when he talks, when you hear he's going to talk, Pedroia talked the day before, um, and that's where you know when Pedroia is talking about it because he doesn't want to address anything about baseball usually. So when you heard Pedroia talk, you're like, okay, this yeah. is this is seeping. <laughs> Yeah, they, he didn't want any part of that stuff, and I understand that too. You know, they, you bring in the whole team to that. You know, they don't they don't want any of that. I mean, nobody wanted that. You know, and I don't want this. You know, so I understand where he's coming from. He wanted to get his distance from it all. You know, because then you get into the nitty, you know, picking everything. What, who said what, whatever. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it gets kind of silly after well, a while. Okay, so let me ask you this, and this goes to along with what Price had said about coming down the clubhouse um, as a broadcaster. We can talk about it in the way that a bro- this is how, whether it's done this way or not. I see broadcasters come down sometimes. A lot of times they stand by the door and do nothing. Um, so when he said that, I was surprised because I didn't really think, think oh, well, a broadcaster, and I've seen you in clubhouse. I saw you in the clubhouse in Texas, mm-hmm. the series after that happened, at least two of those games. Mm-hmm. Did that surprise you? About the clubhouse? Right, yeah. Club- oh, that doesn't surprise me because I think they, they think you're, you're supposed to be available. And I can understand that if you have a problem with me. 
Because ultimately, if you do have a problem with somebody, you'd, you'd say, hey, I gotta, can we talk? You know, that's how you usually handle it, right? Mm-hmm. But if he's thinking I'm never around, then he doesn't have the, you know, but you were, but, opportunity to. Yeah. But, you know, some, just the same way some PR guy says, go get him. I want to talk to him. It, you can make it happen. But you know, ultimately, this comes da- back to, you know, the dude doesn't like me, you know, and I get it. So it's cool. Mm-hmm. And let's move on. Would you ever want to talk to him? No. Mm-hmm. Why would I want to talk to him? Yeah. You know, and you've had other guys who probably didn't like you, or yeah, he's, yeah. Not, he's not the first guy that doesn't like me. I get it. How, how difficult? You talked about going doing the broadcast right after. When did it get to the point where you felt okay? I can kind of settle back into what I do. Was it right away, or was it a few games? Uh, I don't know. I think I got in after the All Star break. I was fine. Everything's cool. Get me off that road trip. You know, so I could get get my feet on the ground again. You know. Well, also we talked about the the applause that you got when you were up in the Legend Suite. I mean, this is you were you were beloved here anyway. But has has this whole thing, what transpired, and the support you've gotten? I mean, has that been a, le- a level that you weren't expecting? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, hey, man, I don't, you know, I, I that's wonderful. I mean, how can you not feel good about, you know, what? attention that you've gotten from it but i didn't want this i don't want this this is not who i am at all you know but it's cool i mean i appreciate it but i really i'm kind of uncomfortable with it let's just i want to just you know move on man <laughs> so how do you so this this jump into how do you do a broadcast um i would imagine like a lot of broadcasters you've evolved and when you first started out, were you hesitant to, to talk about the players or were you right away, this is how it's done, and you really haven't changed since? Well, you know, some, I think originally, I remember sitting as a player listening to, because I used to be in, in the you know, clubhouse for so long for, before the seventh inning. So I'd watch three, quarter, three quarters of the game before I went to the bullpen. So I used to hear guys and I'd say, Bob Montgomery. What? But I meant, no, I was in Oakland. Oh, in Oakland. Okay. I don't even. Yeah. yeah. So but I remember thinking to myself, if I ever do this, that, which is just a thought, I mean, I want to I want make sure that, you know, I know this game's not that easy. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to take get up there and start, you know, popping off saying, look at this, you know, middle, middle fastball and hanging breaking balls and the guy hit it out, you know, whatever, you know. But at, but after a while, once you evolve, you just go, you, got, you say what you say. Mm-hmm. You can't sit there and say, well, careful here, careful there. You don't want to hurt somebody, right. you know. A lot of these players think they want their mom and dad to be up here calling the game, you know? Well, I think that, you know, and I always said this about when you did a broadcast. I always said, one, one of the things I like is your reactions. You, re, you react like a guy in his living room would react. Like, right. oh. Right, yeah. exactly. Or, yeah, or yuck, you know. It's good or bad, yeah, yeah. you know, good or bad. Right. Whoa, or uh, you know. Yeah. And, I mean, so, would imagine that that's people, other people have said that, and... And, and now, listen, you've done a lot of games. This is the most games you've ever done, right? Yeah, yeah. I did some in 13, and then 2009, that's when I was... Well, like, I did some in 13. You yeah. know how you know how they're scraping the bottom of the barrel there. <laughs> the 2009, I mean, I was a puppy back then. Yeah. But, you know, I've evolved into this, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I enjoy doing it, but I, I, I don't like this side of it. You know, people, you know, critiquing my critique or whatever. It's, but I guess that's part of it, too. you got to... You know, take what comes with it. Well, it's, you know, it's players and it's, I mean, the guys who filled in when you weren't doing it, you know, social media could be a rough place. 
And so it's this is this is what you talk about what's different from when you were playing. Yeah. This is what's different. And, and like you said, I don't think the players are nearly as micromanaging these broadcasts as much as they are now. And I don't think certainly the the media and the public are. Yeah, there's scrutiny that comes with this job big yeah. time, especially in Boston. Yeah. Come on. You know, everything you say, you know, let alone what the players think. You know, it's what the Twitter world thinks or whatever. Yeah. And that's insanity to say the <laughs> least, right? But so so overall, like now that we're through the that stuff, has it you know do you you've done a ton of games and and, and people say hey where's Zach where's Zach where's Zach they want you to do more could you ever see yourself doing more or was this was this about right was this about was this too many was I know it's been an exhausting year but you know for a lot of reasons a lot of people think that uh, you know where's Zach because you know like they don't want him or uh, I I don't I never knew what I was going what I was getting into here. I've always wanted, you know, the older you've gotten, I mean, I'm not, you know, 45 years old or whatever it is and want to do the whole enchilada. I mean, this is tough business. This is a young man's business, as you know. Yes, you know, yes, I'm not a young man and I'm in the wrong business. Yes. It's hard. Yeah. It is hard. So, um, you know, I've worked hard to be able to get to a situation where I could not call my own shots, but I'd like to do a lot more home games. You know, I'd like to do home games, you know, and I don't know, maybe after doing what I've done, maybe I'm willing to do more games. But I'm lucky to get this job to begin with, so it's easy, it's hard to call your shot. Well, it's, but would you want to do anything else? I mean, you are in a good spot. I don't, you're like 35 years old, at least your hair looks, looks that way, you look that way. But it's, you're in a good spot. You, you're golfing and you're, yeah. yeah, so is there anything else you would want to do ever? First of all, did you ever come close to doing like anything in the front office no. or anything like that no. no and i've never been you know had or coaching no. i never had the passion to want to do that because that's what new need to to yeah. be a coach so this is perfect for me mm-hmm. you know because i'm emotional i get to you know ride this wave mm-hmm. you know up and down and all around and uh um it was unfortunate what happened this year, but I don't want it to stand in the way of what I really want to do going forward. You know what I mean? I never want something like that to stand in the way. And uh, so maybe I'll do more next year. Yeah. Eric, you've been, you've been enlightening, and you've been a vision of, uh, a vision of hope. Yeah. Uh, but, hey, thanks, man. This is, is this your first podcast? Yeah, you know, and that's why, you know, for me to talk about this, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really, I've never felt free enough to talk about it, but I think we have enough distance, don't we? And I don't want this to get in the way of the ultimate thing that's happening on this field. The right. great game, the great game of baseball. The great game of baseball, exactly. <laughs> All right, thanks. Yeah, you got it. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand-new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. 
Looking for a free event the whole family will enjoy? ArtFest Midwest features more than 125 local and regional artists on June 25th and 26th at the Iowa Events Center. With fine art, kids' art, and live demonstrations, ArtFest Midwest has something for everyone, along with raffles and indoor air conditioning. Free shuttle rides are also available from the Downtown Arts event at 12th and Walnut. Join us Saturday, June 25th from 10 to 6 and Sunday, June 26th from 10 to 5. Visit ArtFestMidwest.com or find us on Facebook for more details every search you make every click you take they'll be watching you are you tired of being tracked online there's a simple solution DuckDuckGo it's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine web browser one-click data clearing email protection and more all for free download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with the push of a button DuckDuckGo Privacy Simplified.